All right, we are getting ready to get started. We're just going to let everyone in here. I am so pumped. Hi, Casey. How are you? Hi, oh, how are you? Good. I am saying your name correctly, right? It is. It is Casey. Okay, awesome. Turn my volume up. How are you? How is your day? I'm doing so well. My day was incredible. I was just looking over the questions submitted. This is going to be juicy. I really liked what you submitted. So prepare yes. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Hi, Natasha. I'm so glad you could join us today. Hello. Thanks for being here. All right, so we, I have 101 on 102 on my clock now, so we are going to jump right in. I am going to mute everyone just right now for purposes of recording, so you guys will get the recording as well, and I just want to welcome you to our first November call of the membership. If you saw in the email, I had like this eh, gut feeling and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it, and I have named this, rename, updated the name of this program to the Rhythm Reset. Because what I found was interesting and I have learned in business is when your prospects, when your clients start giving you feedback, if it feels appropriate to make a pivot. And I had multiple women tell me, I don't need a membership. And I thought, oh, that's not what this is. But of course you think that because that's the name of it. So you know what? If you need permission Here's permission to just switch something up in your business if it makes sense and it's still a reflection for what the program is, for whatever it is you are selling or you are teaching. It is officially Thursday, November 2nd, 2023. Welcome to November, you guys. So I have my phone with the questions that were submitted for those of you that are on live. I also have a few questions from women who could not join us live, and I will answer those as well. But I first want to remind you that here in the Rhythm Reset, what I have found is that there are three foundational components that when you master these, you can find that rhythm that ebbs and flows in your certain seasons of life. And that works for you. And while there are several, which we will go through, they fall really under three different umbrellas. One is personal development. You have home and business management, how you're running your home and your business, and organization and planning. And by the end of the six months that you are here in this container and in this community, I truly know you will have the skills to figure out your rhythm because yours is going to look so very different than mine and vice versa. So I do want to take about 90 seconds and do a small housekeeping, make sure everyone knows where to find everything, what it looks like. Can you give me a thumbs up if you can see this email? Awesome. So every Monday, you will receive an email like this, except for this week, it went out on Tuesday. Life, here you go. But every Monday, you will get it. You will have the week's module that you can listen to that is on a private podcast or you can listen to on a YouTube link. You will have this link right here where, where you click it, you can submit your Q&A questions. In fact, Natasha, I took your question that we talked about from email, and I will answer that as well. But what this does, one, 
it allows me to see what your question is so I can process and if I need to pull resources. But I also know as I have been a client in coaching communities, there's some kind of connectedness, connectiveness that takes place where you have to type your question out. So you get to share with me your wins, your home rhythms, your business rhythm questions. But there is a power in saying, this is my specific question. Because I don't know about you, but I have gotten on coaching calls before. And I'm like, I know I have a question. And I get off and I'm going, I think you just like blubbered that entire time. I did not get the question across. So this is as much for you as it is for me. So each Monday, you will get this email, and then on the bottom, it just has some FAQs to let you know what to expect. It also has our calendar for the next six months. If you could have guessed, I am a preparation junkie. So I want you to have the opportunity to be prepared as well, so mark that out on your calendar. And then on the day of, you will get an email that looks like this. It will have the Zoom link for today's question, uh, today's coaching And then if you forgot or you have another question, you can insert that there. The only other thing I want to show you housekeeping is all of the audio will be listed on the link. So when you click that link, you will see all of the modules. So we will have the first three months uploaded probably by the end of this week. Uh, I'm going to say actually beginning of next week. And then the final three months about a week later. So when you go in here, you'll hear me say in some of the modules, like you can grab this resource or look at this. This will all be in those notes. You'll have the resources here. And then this course, this program, I want you to treat it like a buffet table where you get to take as much or as little as you want on each specific week. And so I do have a practical application for each module. So if you're like, okay, I listened, I'm on board. What do I do next? It will be listed out there. So if you like the idea of homework, if you're like, tell me, what do I need to do next? What do I need to apply? That is there for you. And you can get that there. So just so everyone knows how it works, whether for y'all here on live or for those that will be watching the recording, so you know exactly how to get there. And you can expect that we will meet for 60 minutes on the dot. One, because I will honor your time. And two, because I have another call at two (laughs) o'clock. Because I will tell you, if you are like me, I need to prepare my energy to be on calls like this because it requires a certain type of. So I strategically do my two coaching calls that I have with my two programs back to back because y'all will get the best energy from me instead of like spreading it across from the week. So we are going to go in order that the questions were submitted. Sometimes I will pre-read them. I have them pulled up on my phone. Sometimes I will just read them as I'm on the call. So this week I did pre-look at them. And so for that reason, Casey, yours came up first. I'm going to read the snippets of your question because I do see some ties between them. And then I will work through them. So Remember, you have an opportunity to ask a home rhythm question, a business rhythm question, and then if anything else you want to share. One last nugget I do want to share. These recordings are for us. They are right here. And so there's not, if you notice, you can't just join this program. I don't just like, I don't have the link out. You have to like, we have to converse back and forth. So when we talk about things here, you guys do not have the NDA signed. I'm just going to be frank, right? But 
I do ask that we keep it confidential what we talk here. So this can be a place, a community where you know, you know what, I can come and say, this is really crappy this week. <laughs> and you feel safe to say that, you know, and you can just have those moments. So with that, we're going to dive in. So home question. I'm just like, I was salivating when I was reading these because I love them. They're so good. Okay. One of my priorities for my home rhythm right now is to understand our schedule and connect a relevant calendar, or if it makes sense, to our echo to show some ways that we're on the same page and where we're coming and we're going. My husband and I just bought a bar last October, and he is the one managing everything, so we're still learning his scheduling needs. Makes sense. This affects my coaching business because it impacts when I can jump on discovery calls, private schedule, private coaching, etc. So my question is, is there a clean way to get multiple calendars on the same page? And are there protocols I can adopt in my house to create consistency while we're in this transitional phase? Yes. Hold that thought for one moment. One of the things you shared at the end was my life and business feel like a mixture of chaos, but opportunity. I mean, I love where your your mindset is going with this. Like that, that's where we want it because there is opportunity. And let me just share this, the business question as well, because they do tie together. My business has been lean. Zoom, Google, HoneyBook are my only systems outside of my Gallup access platform. I love a lean business. So I'm like all for that. Most of my sales have come from being able to drop what I'm doing and respond to messages. We've been there. Now you pull up a calendar to find a time to jump on a discovery call, then send the invite, then create the invoice, then schedule a Zoom, calendar invitation, prepare the materials. It's very manual right now. To become the businesswoman that I want to be and make more money, I know that I need to become more efficient in these processes and I need to add some professional aspects, a landing page, a website. What systems do you recommend at this level? HoneyBook renews in January. And how do I maximize those features so I move from cobbled together to a smooth road for my clients? Love the visual. What is easy to get off the ground and maintain for something that may be better to hire out? I would love to automate some of this. So I'm using my energy to solve business problems and serve clients instead of starting and stopping to send an invite, send an email, et cetera. We have been there <laughs> in some capacity. Maybe our house spouses haven't purchased a bar and we're like doing this other business. But I think we've all been in that moment where it's like, I have all of these things going on. So if right now we're looking at the problem like this, I would just encourage like, let's zoom out for just a moment. And I want to talk specifically about your personal calendar. Like how do you guys stay on the same page? I would encourage some kind of conversation between you and your husband. And I want to know what are your boulders in your family right now? They have to be there for your family to stay in communication, stay healthy. And I want to know what are the pebbles? Because if y'all have seen that John Maxwell example, he takes a jar and he puts the pebbles in first and then the boulders and they don't fit. But when you put the boulders, the big rocks in first, and then you pour the pebbles, they like just kind of like wiggle into place and they fit there. And so I would ask, what are the boulders first? When does he know it might change a little bit, but he's working on these days. And if it's seven days a week, eight to eight at this point, it is what it is, right? He has to be there at that point. Other things to consider are like, when are you going on date night? Um, when do you have childcare? 
When are the kids in school? Like, what are those big things that they are rocks in your schedule? And then you can figure out the little things, the little pebbles. So why how, why and how that relates to the business is if we know your husband is working, let's just say six days a week, 12 hour days. I, I'm sure they are long at this point. This is a conversation I had to have with myself and it, I've had this with a few other clients who have spouses who work a lot and it's not always like the most pretty conversation to have, but the reality is that he's not there. My husband's military. So I had to come to the fact with like, he's just not here sometimes. So I had to plan my life as if he didn't exist in these pockets of time, which is not great to say because we love our spouses and we value and prioritize them. But when it comes to your business, if you know these are the boulders for personal, you may need to act as if he's not in your life when you are scheduling business. Because if you are juggling everything in personal and client call comes in, oh, I got to take it because I need the money and like all those things, that can cause you to become flustered. <laughs> and we know here, even on Zooms, we we pick up on that. Like we know when someone's in a funk. And so I would look at your schedule. In fact, if you will, I believe it's module eight. Module eight, I think it's 21 or 22 minutes long. And you may need to do like a double listen to that. That will walk you through exactly how to do the, the boulders and the pebbles, exactly how to do that. But I would look at your schedule, Casey, and I would say, what are the days that I know I can work? And so when those calls come in of, hey, I think I'm interested and you can schedule a discovery call, great. Love to hear it. Let's say Natasha's your prospect. I work with my clients Tuesdays and Thursdays from 1 to 3 p.m. Would you prefer a Tuesday or a Thursday? I think, you know, we we hear this, but it's sometimes it feels different when it's our own business. Like we don't call our doctor and be like, I need to go in. They're like, okay, great. When can you come? No, they're saying like, here's when we're open. Come when you can, you know, like here's your availability. You, we need to treat our business now at the level it's at now as if it were a six-figure revenue a year company or more. Treat it with that seriousness. So when it comes to your business systems, determining this is when I work and sticking to that because that way you could plan childcare around that. Your husband can know, hey, babe's working during these times. I, I can't get up with her during these times because she's on calls. But then you could set up, let me see, did you say what you had? You could set up a Calendly with your availability, have them enter their phone number, like put that as the option. So they do their name, their email, their phone number, whatever other questions you need to ask them. But then set that up to automate the email and the text reminders. And it will also, um, automate's not the right word, it will come up with like um, a distinct URL for that meeting that they can also plug into their iCal or their calendar, Google Calendar. So you won't have to set up a Zoom meeting. And depending on the prices of your offers, you also can put in there that they have to pay to schedule with you. 
So maybe you have two different types of calendars. You have a discovery call calendar, and you know that's Tuesdays and Thursdays from one to three. And then you have a client calendar where they can talk with you Tuesdays and Thursdays from three to five. And to schedule on that, they have to enter payment. So that way you have the calendar, you have the reminder, you have the payment, and it sends them an email receipt. That's all in one through Calendly. And I believe it's that level of Calendly, I think is like $12 a month. It might be 15. So it's, it's, it's doable at that investment level. Um, if you're using HoneyBook for like CPA stuff, you may need to keep that because um, Calendly will not do like books and things like that. But I'm wondering if you could just pull like export from Calendly and import into HoneyBook or import into a QuickBooks style situation, or excuse me, export. You could export that file out into there. But I feel like that would that would create an invoice. You could schedule a Zoom. It would be a calendar invitation. And then for coaching materials, Casey, I would just look at and say, what are like your two, three, four most basic type of packages or coaching materials that you have? And this falls under the umbrella of sometimes you need to slow down to speed up. And that would be preparing Package A, material pack A, B, and C. And that way you can pull that. And if you need to customize it for the client, you could. But that way it's just sitting and ready. You know, and let's say you have A, B, and C type of clients or, you know, type of things that you're doing. You could also have three type, three Calendly options. So you could just go in and choose. And then you could specify when they schedule that paid Zoom with you, you know, as like a client. You could specify the questions you need to ask. So I will do that with my one-on-one -on -one clients. If they want, when they're ready to schedule, they schedule that, they pay through that. And I ask them, for me, I will ask my clients, the one question is, what's the number one thing you want to take away from today? So I know where their head is at in that call. But if there's certain information that you need to know beforehand, then you could put that question there. But I would for module eight, I think that's going to be very helpful. That's listed in that thing. And let me, <clears throat> I'm going to pull that up. Actually, I'm just going to make a note and I'm going to send that to you, that specific link. So you can have that there, but that will have all the goods there with the boulders and the pebbles. And I think that's going to be a really good start. And if something comes up with that, drop that in the Q&A link. And this is something for all of y'all, that link is open 24-7. So as things are coming up, pop them in there. I do have my email notifications turned on for that. So I will glance at them as they come through. And if there's something that's an emergency-ish, if you're like, oh, help, I have been known before to make a loom and email it to a client, right? So while we may not be hopping on a one-on-one -on -one call, just know I am also human. Like I get it. Sometimes you're like, oh, I really need, you know, feedback right now. I'm more than happy to do that. So just know that that is an option as well. But I think we have all been there. Like we're trying to figure out how do we do it all. And when everything feels urgent, nothing is important. So we have to know what is urgent in our life. 
Like, how do we know what is pressing? And that actually, in my mind, that ties to Natasha. I know the question that you had shared. It was a mental overload and analysis paralysis, correct? Okay, so making sure I'm reading the right one. You had shared, I find my brain is just not functioning properly by the time I sit down to work. I have been there. <laughs> we homeschool. So honestly, I'm at the max my brain can take. And I think you could insert homeschool or husband started a bar or spouses in the military. Like there are so many things calling for our attention. And so Natasha, the questions I would have you walk yourself through are what are your positive triggers and what are your negative triggers? And you may not know this right away. You might need to do just like some, y'all know I'm not very, I'm not, I don't do like the woo woo and all of that here, but I do think there's power in self-awareness and just being aware, like I had a shower today before the kids got up and I feel like really good. Like that, I feel really good. Or noticing like the coffee was not made today and the kids couldn't find their clean underwear. And I'm just like, blah, like kind of seeing like what is positive and what sets you off, because then you can do more of those things that kind of help get you in that right mental space. But if your brain is on mental overload and analysis paralysis, one, you're not alone but what I have found is that we, as women, especially those of us that run businesses, we will hold everything right here, everything, to the point that it's like weighing us down and all we hear is static and all we see is like a deep depth of fog and we can't think. And then you add into that children who might not love their math, right? And it's kind of like, bah, like I cannot. And so, Natasha, I would encourage, I call it a brain dump and a mental walk. And I actually think that's in module eight. <laughs> I think it's in there too. I can send you that specific link if that's helpful. But what you do is I want you to get everything from here in your mind onto a piece of paper. Everything. And so this is so much more than writing a to-do list, but taking everything in your mind writing it down on paper, what you have to do, what you want to remember, who you need to remind, everything. And when your mind gets to a point where you're like, okay, I think that's everything. That's where just take a moment to breathe. I encourage you to do a mental walk. And that's where you mentally walk the interior perimeter of your home and you write down everything that comes to mind. And if you've never done this before, you're going to be like, Alexa's going to be like three flipping miles long. <laughs> My list is going to be, and that's okay. But what I can promise you is that the more you do this, the less time it will take you. So this is something that I do probably once a week. And I say probably because if I get overwhelmed, I will do it again. It takes 10, 12 minutes. But mentally walk the perimeter of your home. So I always start in my master bath for whatever reason. So I'm not physically there, but I'm thinking of it. And I'm going, okay, if I'm in the shower, we need more razor heads. I'm writing, like, I'm not going to Amazon to order them. I'm just writing it down. I'm walking into our master bedroom going, my makeup brushes need to be clean. Oh, I need to email that client. I need new pillowcases, everything. Because what I want you to do is take everything from here, 
on the paper. We'll deal with it on paper. You need to be able to breathe up here. Like you need a moment to be like, okay. And I think that's why for many of us, whether we're, I mean, hate to admit it, we're zoning out while we're driving or we have good ideas while we're in the shower is because for just a second, our mind can breathe for just a second. And so just imagine like pulling all of that out like a filing cabinet, dumping it onto a piece of paper. We're going to reorganize it, do what we need to do with it. And then some of it can go back in. But at some point, you will reach max capacity in your mind. And a lot of times that is when we see the smoke or we hear the smoke alarm of mental overload, analysis paralysis, your brain is maxed out. And it's like we see the smoke, but we refuse to look at the fire alarm. Like we're like, where's the fire? Right. We're just like, just let me just spray some Febreze. On it, right. Like kids just I'll be I mean, this is me sometimes like kids just take your tablets for 30 minutes just so I can like breathe for a second. That is spraying Febreze on the smoke. Like we need to extinguish the fire. And the reality is that we're human. So these things are going to keep coming up and they're going to keep popping up. So let's have a process that you can do that. So everything out on paper, mentally walk your home. And I'm just going to go over this at high level. It's more detail in module eight, but that is categorize everything on that list. So if it's home, your business, church, neighborhood, what whatever it is, miscellaneous, you can like, I will use a highlighter or a crayon and just be like, yellow is this category, green is this category. If that idea of a list wants to shut you down, you're like, that's great, but like, I can't do that. You could, what's called brain mapping. So on a piece of paper, if you just draw a line down the middle and then across, so you have four quadrants, just name each quadrant one thing. So like, if this is home, everything that you think of home goes in this quadrant. If this is business, everything that you think of business goes here. So you're automatically filling it in the categories. So you don't need to do that. Um, categorize everything and then prioritize it. So if you've got 15 things on your business list, I want to know what's the number one most important thing. What's the number one most important thing that you have? And these sections, brain dump, a mental walk, categorize, release the pressure that you have to do this in one sitting. If you have got a massive fire going on up here, it might take a couple visits like to get a bucket of water right? It might take a moment. So just release that pressure that like, I have to do this in one sitting, kids be quiet, like mom has to just, you can come back to it. But prioritizing what's on that list. And I always say this is one of those moments where it's like I'm pulling up a chair. And I'm looking at you eye to eye, we're knee to knee, toe to toe. And if you were to show me your list, and I look at it, and I look at that next to the goals that you have. I'm looking to see if your priorities align with your goals. And if they don't, that's okay. But something needs to change. Your goal needs to change. Or the way you're shifting your, the listing your priorities needs to change. 
So if someone tells me, Alexis, I'm doing $2,000 a month revenue right now in my business. I want to get that to five, six, $7,000 a month. And I look at their prioritized list of business things to do. And the top of it is like create a workbook, sign up for Kartra, set up automated emails. Those things are important, but they will not quickly bring income into your business for most businesses. What I would want to see at the top of that is I'm in sales conversations. I'm talking with people in the DMs. I'm reaching out to people to speak to their group. I'm asking to be featured on a blog, things like that, right? You're talking sales, you're getting exposure. And so even though this is a system to like give you some mental clarity, it also is a chance to go, what's really important to me? Because we can say all day long, here's my goal. This is what I want to do. But then you look at your to-do list and it doesn't align with that. And the interesting part is, is you're the only one that sees that, right? We're not posting our to-do list on social media along with our goals. So it's just that one-on-one moment that you get to say to yourself, do my priorities, match what I say I want out of my home. That's what I say I want out of my business. You know, so if Casey were to do this, like if you were to do this, Casey, and in your priorities for business, setting set business hours was like number 10 of 12, that's fine if that's what it is. But then it's not really pressing that you're, you know, in your question, I feel like I'm all over. There's something right. There's like a disconnect there. So it just gives that moment to go, what do I really want here? What is really important to me? Natasha, the only other thing that I have a thought on when it comes to homeschooling, especially depending on the ages of your kids, I'll just tell you where I'm coming from. So we have a fourth grader, second, first, and pre-K. It varies in different seasons. So if you have found something that works, a flow with them, a schedule with them, consider being open-handed that that might have worked last year or even last week, but it might not work right now. And figuring out what do you need to accomplish in the school day to feel successful? What do you need to do? And you might even write that on a sticky note and put that in your calendar And if that is the kids need to at least get math, science, and history done, whatever that might be, whatever your curriculum looks like for that, then that's it. But sometimes we have these unspoken expectations. I have felt this so often as a homeschool mom that to have a successful homeschool day, not only does all the school have to get done, but they need to start some on tomorrow's and the house has to be clean. And the laundry has to be going and the dishes, the sink has to be empty. So I have like these expectations that can be unrealistic when you're running a business and homeschooling multiple children. So what is your foundational basis? As long as these things get done, today was a success for school. Just knowing what that is can be so helpful So you know what your expectations are of yourself. 
just knowing what those basics are. It's amazing how these we set these unspoken, unmet expectations on ourselves. And when we don't meet them, it can turn us into a tizzy. And then we're going like, where did that even come from? <laughs> like, why did I just snap at my kids? Why did I just snap at my husband? Because we have these expectations that are unmet. Celeste, she said, <clears throat> it's so funny how these all tie together. There's no way we could plan this. <laughs> I feel like one of my biggest problems is that I work from home. So Celeste, hi, you're on re recording. I'll let you know you're 33 minutes in. It is a blessing and a curse. I tend to see squirrels all day and I get caught up trying to do personal work, errands and housework alongside, along with my side business during work hours. I have a great paying full-time job working from home that I can't afford to lose, but I know I'm not giving my best there and I want to. I really love my side business, and one day it can replace my full-time income, but for now, I need to keep the main thing the main thing, but still have consistent working hours for business number two. So Celeste, I would say the same thing, and that is, what are your boulders? And you've already shared, looking at this, one of your boulders is your full-time job. So let's say that's eight to five, Monday through Friday. We know that boulder cannot be moved. Right. And so in support of that priority, what are your expectations during that day? Do you have the expectation that I need to sit at my computer and work eight to five and I need to get the laundry done, get the dishes done, run to the bank on my lunch hour, let the dog out for a walk and I want to go for a 30 minute walk. And if that's the case, that's fine. But is that a reality that you can actually meet within your eight to five working hours. So I would look and say like, what is your base level? At base level, what do you need to be successful, to feel like you accomplish something in your day? And when I say successful, to be clear, I don't care what anyone else, how they define that word. I'm speaking about you and how you define that work for your day. Because then at that point, when you say, I tend to see squirrels all day and I get caught up trying to do personal work, errands and housework, we know that, wait a minute, these things have to get done first because this is how I feel successful in the day. And if you're still still feeling that pull of like, well, I also need to do this errand or I also need to do this, pull out your planner and take a look at your planner for the next week. For the next seven days. Okay. So you have that there. Get a blank piece of paper. And at the beginning of the week, maybe it's Saturday night or Sunday night, write down all the errands you have to do, all the housework you want to do that week. Anything that's coming up on your radar, write that down. And then we're going to take the two and we're going to combine them. So we're going to say dry cleaners, bank, and grocery store. All right. Well, looking at our calendar, if we're working Monday through Friday, eight to five, where can I fit those in? My boys love Legos. So think about it like my four-year-old was actually building a Lego bridge this morning and he had to like find the pieces that fit so we could build the pillars and then build it across. You have to find the pieces that fit in your schedule. 
And if it's no longer fitting for you to run errands and go to the bank and do all those things in your work day, we are adults. <laughs> we can't just ignore those things, right? We still have to do those things, but I want to know when can you do them? So instead of being caught in the moment and feeling like, oh, I got to do this, but my boss might call me and I'm feeling like it's just, you puts you into this tizzy, just no, decide ahead of time. When are those things getting done? When are you going to do them? When are you, and if you like to, my mom loves to like, like flow. She loves like flow and do her errands. And like, if she wants to go to the bank first, then fine. Or go like, whatever. That That's my mom. That's, we're very different. But we're all humans on this earth. We're very different. If that's you and you like to have that freedom, fine. But tell me when you're going to have that freedom. Is that going to be on Saturdays from nine to one? So if you want to go stop for lunch on the way, you can. If you want to stop by this place, you can. Decide what works best for your brain and figure out when are those things going to get done. <clears throat> There will most likely come a time in most of our businesses, if you are running a home and you're running a business, if you're not already there at that point, that you may need to seriously consider delegation. And I understand that delegating typically means paying someone most of the time, not always, but it does. And if you are just at that point, Celeste, maybe you're like, I get it, Alexis, but I literally have no hours left in the day, then we get to look at your priorities based on your finances. And so that would mean, do you have the finances to hire someone to run those errands, to hire a house cleaner? For many years in my business, I broke even with my profit and how much I was paying people to help me do delegated work. For instance, today, we started this call at 1 p.m. Eastern. My cleaning lady was here until 12.40. And right now, my home assistant is here. She's folding laundry, like an embarrassing amount of laundry <laughs> she's folding in the other room. Why? Because that's just where I am in business. You will get to a point where you cannot do it all. And even if you can, chances are you can do it for a little while but you cannot sustain that for the long haul. And so that might be worth looking at your budget and saying, do I have the extra or am I willing to sacrifice the extra to have someone help me with these things? The last thought I want to share on that is <clears throat> it can be as simple. So what I pay her of going, okay, I pay her, pay around $100 a week. So when I, for the work that she does for me here in my house of going, I could save like $400 a month. I might as well just do it. And what's interesting is if you were to look at my business P&L reports, my profit and loss, and compare that with my iCal, with when I have had her and when I haven't, because I've done that before, I've said, oh, I think I can do it every single time I put her on a break my revenue goes down. And honestly, I don't know if it's a direct impact of the number of hours she's helping me, but I know it is a direct impact based on my mental capacity. 
I can think more freer, freely, whatever, how you want to say that, when I know someone is helping me in my home. I can. Natasha, she actually files my schoolwork for my kids. So sometimes, like, we just have to go, wait a minute. Other people are doing it this way. Why can't I do it that way? You do not have to homeschool or do anything that we're doing in our businesses. Now, I'm a firm believer in doing it with honesty and, you know, transparency, but who cares if it looks different than other people do it? If it works for your family, why not stick with that, right? And so just figuring out, Celeste, as you're doing Aaron's housework during your working hours, are you at a point where you can delegate? <clears throat> and if not, getting tighter on that schedule. Because when you have those boundaries, when you have those clear set, it's amazing the freedom that you can find in that. You find such freedom within the word has lost my mind, but boundaries, we're just going to say. When you set those for yourself, it's like the opposite happens. You think it's going to be a straight jacket and it's like you're actually running through a field of flowers. I don't know, whatever sounds exciting for you there. It's amazing. All right. One thing I wanted to close with today is let me pull my notes up here. <clears throat> and this is talking about rest. Let me just get on the correct page. There it is. I learned this saying probably a couple years ago, and it is that we cannot run if we cannot rest. We cannot run if we cannot rest. And so I know for most of you what your business goals are. I know for most of you what you're wanting to achieve in your home. And it's easy to think, I'm going to find my rhythm. I'm going to bang this thing out seven days a week. Like I'm going to walk, right? And it's one of the reasons why this is a six-month container together is because it is so natural for women to come in and do that. And then in about a month or six weeks, you're like, oh, I can't do it. And that's normal. That's normal for that to happen. And I just want to remind you at the start of your finish line, you must, we must rest. Like we must have that in there. And another word for rest is Sabbath. It's like a day of rest. And there's this quote, it says, a world without Sabbath, a world without rest would be like a man without a smile, like a summer without flowers, like a homestead with a garden. It is the most joyous day of the week. And so as you're fitting your boulders in and you're figuring out when are we doing this job? When are we doing this? Consider prioritizing up near the very top of that list. When are you prioritizing resting? 
Like when is that happening? Because resting is actually an investment in your leadership and it provides a renewal for rejuvenation. We have to rest in order to be renewed and we are renewed. We can have that rejuvenation. So I just encourage you as we end the recording here, consider where you're putting in rest. Consider what that looks like. Where are you prioritizing it? And in, I believe it's module six, if I remember correctly, is the, we talk a lot about that. I go into the practicality of like, are you joking? (laughs) I have so much stuff already on my list. What am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to make that work? That I talk exactly like through, I talk you through that, through the specifics of that. So. I hope this was helpful today. I'm going to end the recording here for those on live. Hold on just one moment with me before you hop off. If you have any additional questions, drop them in the Q&A link so I can answer those for you there. And then you can look at all of those modules as well. If you like to skip ahead, you can. You can also listen to them on one and a half time, double time. That's how I prefer to listen to podcasts. So Whatever your preference is there, I will see you on our next group coaching call in just a couple of weeks.